Welcome to Zichud Daf Siman Memamari Ram Goldar, and today in Mosecha Sukkah Daf Yud Aleph, the first parak Sukkah Shehi Gavoa. So the three topics we're going to focus on. Number one, the next Mishnah states, If one lifted onto the Sukkah a grapevine or a gourd or ivy and covered it with valid schach, the Sukkah's puzzle. But if there was more valid schach than them, or if he detached the vines from the ground, the Sukkah is kosher. Rav Yosef said that Rav holds that after one detached the vines, he must still shake them, meaning lift them up and put them back down again to make the sukkah kosher. This is based on the Torah's command, You shall make sukkahs, meaning you shall make and not use that which was made when it was possible. Rav Huna said to Rav Yosef that Shmuel was the one who held this ruling, and the Rav held that just cutting the vines would validate the sukkah. For once there was a case when one place sits on his family's cloak, but hung and knotted them without first severing their tips, so that the tzitzes were made in an invalid manner. He was told in the name of Rav, Mafsakan, the Hen Kesherin, sever the tips, and they're valid. Alma Psikasan, Zohiasiasan. We see from here that Rav maintains that severing is their making. So too regarding their vines, Ksisasan, Zohiasiasan. Detaching is their making. The Gemara brings a Bryce that refutes Rav's opinion and rules that these tzitzes would be puzzle. Point number two, the Gemara suggests that this Malchokas Tanayim, whether cutting an object, represents an act of making in the case of one who plucked the berries off Hadassim because they outnumbered its leaves and made a puzzle. If one did this on Yantiv, Rabbi Shimon ben Yehotzadik says that the Hadassim are puzzle and the Chomim say that they are kosher. Now, it was assumed that they agreed that Lulav Tzarek Eged, a Lulav requires bundling of the Dalad meeting together, and the mitzvah of Lulav is learned from the Halachas of Sukkah and also requires Tasev Ulaminasui. And therefore, a lulav must be valid at the time that it is bound. Therefore, the malchokas between the chokamim who hold that with regard to a lulav, lakita san, zohiyasiyasan, plucking the berries is their making, and Rabbi Shimon ben Yehotzadik who holds that plucking is not considering a making. The Gemara deflects this pshat and says that their malchokas is whether a lulav is learned from sukkah and requires tasibu According to the chokamim, it's not learned from sukkah, and therefore, even though the mitzvah of Lulav requires igud, the dald mean do not need to be kosher at the time of bundling. Rabbi Shimon Yehud Sadek holds that Lulav does require tazibul minasui, and therefore the dald mean do need to be kosher at the time of bundling. The Gemara brings an alternative answer as well. And point number three, the Mishnah stated, This is the rule. We may not use a schach whatever is makabotuma and whatever does not grow from the ground. The Gemara asks for the source of this ruling in Rishlakish, who holds we dwell in Sukkos, remind us of the Anani Akavot, says that the Pasuk states, the aid Yala Minaret, and a mist ascended from the earth. We learn from this that just as mist, meaning a cloud, is a Davashayin Makavotuma, but Gedul Minaretz, so to the Schach of a Sukkah, which is meant to remind us of clouds, must be Davashayin Makavotuma, the Gedul Minaretz. The Gemara notes that this source is sufficient for Rebbe Yezer, who holds the sukkahs with the Ani Akavu, but what would be the source for Bekibu, who holds sukkahs mamish asulahem, the Jews made for themselves actual sukkahs? On Daf Yidbei Saman Alf, Rabbin says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that the Pasuk states, Bas Becham Yikvecha, with your gathering from your threshing floor and from your wine vat. Here, when alluding to the sukkah, the Torah speaks of their refuse, which are not makabotuma, and grow from the ground. So once again, the three points are number one. The next Mishnah states, If one lifted to the sukkah a grapevine or a gourd or ivy and covered it with valid schach, the sukkah's puzzle. But if there was more valid schach than them, or if he detached the vines from the ground, the sukkah's kosher. 
Rabbi Yosef said that Rab holds that after one detached the vines, he must still shake them, meaning lift them up and put them back down again to make the sukkah kosher. This is based on the Torah's command of You shall make sukkos, meaning you shall make and not use that which was made when it was possible. Rav Huna said to Rav Yosef that Shmuel was the one who held this ruling, and the Rav held that just cutting the vines would validate the sukkah. For once it was a case, when one placed tzitzes on his family's cloak, but hung and knotted them without first severing their tips, so that the tzitzes were made in a puzzle manner. He was told in the name of Rav, Mapsakan, the Henikshering, sever the tips, and they're valid. Alma, Psikasan, Zohiyasiyasan. We see from here that Rub maintains that severing is their making. So too regarding their vines, Ksisasan, Zohiyasiyasan. Detaching is their making. The more brings a Bryce that refutes Rub's opinion and rules that these tzitzes would be puzzled. Pointing to the Gemara suggests that there's a Melchokas Tanayim, whether cutting an object represents an act of making in the case of one who plucked the berries off Hadassim because they outnumbered its leaves and made a puzzle. If one did this on Yantav, Rabbi Shimon Yohad Zadok says that the Hadassim are puzzle, and the Chamim say that they are kosher. Now it was assumed that they agreed that Luv, sorry, Eged, a Luv requires bundling of the doll meaning together, and that the mitzvah of Luv is learned from the halachas of Sukkah and also requires Tasiv Aluminasui, and therefore a Luv must be valid at the time that it is bound. Therefore, the Malchok is between the Chachamim who hold, that with regard to Alula of Lekitasan, Zohiyasiyasan, plucking the berries is their making, and Rabbi Shimon Yehud who holds, that plucking is not considered a making. The Gemara deflects this shot and says that the Malchok is whether Luv is learned from Sukkah and requires Tasav Luminasuit. According to the Chachamim, it's not learned from Sukkah, and therefore, even though the mitzvah Luv requires Igud, the Dalmin do not need to be kosher at the time of bundling. Rabbi Shimon ben Yehotzadik holds that Luv does require Tatsav Luminasui, and therefore the dull meaning do need to be kosher at the time of bundling. The Gemara brings an alternative answer as well. And point number three, the mission stated, This is the rule. We may not use a schach, whatever's makabotumah, and whatever does not grow from the ground. The Gemara asks for the source for this ruling, and Rish Lakish, who holds that we do on Sukkot's reminders of the Ananiyakavod, says, The Pasuk states, arts and a mist ascended from the earth. We learn from this that just as a mist, meaning a cloud, is a davar she'en makabotuma v'gidul amina aretz, so to the schach of a sukkah, which is meant to remind us of clouds, must be davar she'en makabotuma v'gidul amina aretz. The Gemara notes that this source is sufficient for Rebbe Yezru holds that the sukkahs were the aniyakabot. But what would be the source for Rebbe Kibu holds sukkahs mamish asulahem? The Jews made for themselves actual sukkahs. And Duff Yudbe Saman Alv Rami says in the name of Yochanan that the Pasuk states, With your gathering from your threshing floor and your wine vat. Here, when alluding to the sukkah, the Torah speaks of their refuse, which are not makabotuma and grow from the ground. All right, so now we go to our Simber Duff Yudolf, and our standard simon is stars, like the 11 stars in Yosef's dream. So here goes. The Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its tzitzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from his hadassim, who was standing in the mist. Once again, it's motion. The Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star, shaped like a star, that must be on Duff Yudolf. The Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its tzitzes, which reminds us, Rav Huna said that Shmuel held that if one detached vines that were mixed in with the schach, he needs to shake them because of Tazavuminasui. And Rav held that just cutting the vines would validate the sukkah. And he brought the case when someone made tzitzes in a puzzle manner, and Rav said, sever the tips and they're valid. So we see from here that Rav maintains that severing is their making. So to regarding the vines, their detaching is their making. So the Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star 
far to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in his sitzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from his sedasim, which reminds us the Gemara suggested that it was a malchokas tanaim, whether cutting an object represents an act of making, in the case of the one who plucked berries off a dust because they outnumbered its leaves and made a puzzle. The more deflects this shot, saying that the Malkus was whether a of his learned from Sukkah and requires Taz Volumi regarding the egret, the bundling of the dolled meaning. So the Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in its itzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from his adasim who was standing in the mist. Which reminds the mission stated, Ze'akal koshim akabotuma ve'in gedu amina arts e'in masachikin bo. And the Gemara asks for the source of this ruling, and Rishlakish, who holds that we dwell in Sukkos, Tremindus of the Anneya Kavu says, the Pasuk states, ve'ed yal amina arts, and a mist ascended from the earth. And for Rikiva, who holds Sukkos mamish asulehem, that the Jews made for themselves actual Sukkos, Rabbi Yochan holds the Pasuk is, ba'asbacham regarnacham yikvecha, with your gathering from your threshing floor and from your wine vat. The Pasuk is gorn b'yek of a kasmadabra. Here, when alluding to the Sukkah, the Torah speaks of their refuse, which are not makabotuma, and grow from the ground. So once again, the Bachar used a cutting utensil shaped like a star to detach vines on the schach that were tangled in his tzitzes, lent one to his friend to pluck berries from his hadassim, who was standing in the mist. All right, now it's time for four blot back Hazara. Dav Zayin. So the Simmer Dav Zayin is a clay zayin, a gun. So here goes. The gun enthusiast, gun enthusiast, that must be one Dav Zayin, gun. The gun enthusiast who uses tefach thick gun as a third wall even on Shabbos, which reminds us that Rabbah said a sukkah with a tefach long third wall is also permitted to carry in on Shabbos. Since it has the status of a wall in regard to Hilchah it has the status of a wall in regard to Shabbos as well, even though on a regular Shabbos it would be considered a Rishus Rabin. So the gun enthusiast who uses tefach thick gun as a third wall even on Shabbos enjoyed his meal in the sukkah with walls that let in plenty of light, which reminds us there's a malchokas whether the walls of the sukkah must provide shade like schach, which is understood to be centered on the meaning of the pasuk about the parochas. Rabbi Yoshio holds that the lashon of Vesakosa is mentioned regarding the parochas, and we learn that even mechitzas have to provide shade. The rabbans say the walls do not have to provide shade, and understand the pasuk to mean only that the parochas should be bent over slightly on top so that it appears roof-like. So the gun enthusiast, who uses tefach the gun as a third wall even on Shabbos, enjoyed his meal in the sukkah with the walls that led him plenty of light, while wondering how his neighbors were doing sitting inside their massive Diras Keva. Which reminds that Abai listed several Tanaim who maintain that a sukkah must be a fixed dwelling at Diras Keva, meaning that it must be at least 4 by 4 amos in area, the walls must provide shade, it can be higher than 20 amos, and have at least 3 proper walls, with the fourth one being a tefach. Davches, so the similar Davches is challah. So here goes. The annual challah bake sale, challah, that must be one Davches, challah. The annual challah bake sale taking place in the large round sukkah, which reminds us on Dav Zayin on the base where Yochanan said that a sukkah, a sukkah that's made round like an oven, if there's enough space in their circumference to see 24 people, it's valid. And the Gemara goes to an extensive analysis of how Rabbi Yochanan came up with his figure. So the annual challah bake sale taking place in the large round sukkah, right behind the two potter's huts, one within the other, which reminds us, the Rebbe report in the name of Rebbe that two potter's huts, one within the other, the inner one is not a valid sukkah, and is chayv mezuzah, while the outer one is a valid sukkah, and is patr from mezuzah. The Gemara asks why the outer hut is patr from mezuzah, since it can be considered a base shard for the inner hut, and the chayv mezuzah, and answers, mishum kavir, because a potter's hut is not a permanent structure, so the inner hut is considered too inconsequential to view a room, which leads to it as a base shar. So the annual challah bake sale taking place in the large round sukkah, right behind the two potter's huts, 
one within the other, attracted the attention of Goyim women and Kusim, as well as shepherds, fig watchers, and city watchmen, which reminds of the two groups of Sukkos, Gambach and Rakba. Gambach, Goyim, Nashim, Behem, and Kusim thought his Sukkos were Zabir because they were permanent, and the Tana of Rakbash, Roim, Kayatzim, Burgundim, and Shomi Peros thought his were superior because they were B'nei Chiyuva. Davtes, so the simmer Davtes, is a teapot. So here goes. The little old lady's having a tea party. Tea party. That must be on Davtes. Teapot. The little old lady's having a tea party in a sukh yashana, who proudly remind each other not to get hana from its sanctified walls, which reminds us, there's Malchus Beisham Beisil, whether a sukh yashana is kosher, and Beisil learns from the Pasuk, Chagah Sukkah Shivas Yamim Hashem, that a sukkah is Asir Bahana all seven days. Rabbi Yudah ben says, Kashem Shechal Shem Shemayim Al-Chagiga, Kachal Shem Shemayim Al-Sukkah, from the juxtaposition of the word Chag, signifying the Chagiga, and Sukkahs, we learn that just as the Chagiga is sanctified to Hashem, so to the Sukkah is Hashem. So the little old ladies having a tea party in a Sukkah Yashana, who proudly remind each other not to get Hana from its sanctified walls, had no idea they were sitting under a tree, which reminds us, the next Mishnah states, If one builds a Sukkah under a tree, it's as though he built it inside his house, which means that it's possible. And when Rabbi said, this was taught only in regard to a tree whose shade is greater than its sunlight, but if the tree is so sparse that its sunlight is greater than its shade, the sukkah is kosher, the more challenges him, saying that if the tree's sunlight is greater than its shade, it should be puzzle, since he's being with star of kosher schach, with puzzle schach. Well, Papa answers the mission refers to a case where he lowered the tree branches and intermingled them indistinguishably with the kosher schach, which can be done lechadchila. So the little old lady's having a tea party in a sukkah yashana, who proudly reminded each other not to get Hana from its sanctified walls, had no idea they were sitting under a tree, and that their sukkah was under a sukkah as well. Which reminds us, the Mishnah stated, Sukkah gabi sukkah el yona kasher batachtona pasua, a sukkah built on top of another sukkah, the upper one is kosher and the lower one is puzzle. Was taught in a brisa, the Pasuk states, Basukah's teshvu, in sukkahs you shall dwell, which implies, but not in a sukkah beneath a sukkah, and not in a sukkah beneath a tree, and not in a sukkah beneath a house. The word basukos without a vav, suggests a single sukkah. Daf Yud, so the simmer Daf Yud is a minion of Yidin. So here goes. The minion of Yidin, minion of Yidin, that must be more Daf Yud. The minion of Yidin playing to Davin in the lower sukkah, that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach, which reminds us that continuing with the sukkah of sukkah gabi sukkah, the Gemara how much space there must be between the schach layers of the lower sukkah and the upper sukkah for the lower sukkah to be invalid. But she explains the question that the schach layers have to be far enough apart to be considered two sukkahs rather than being one big sukkah. Three opinions are given. One tefach learned from Olei Tumah, four tefachim, which are considered makum chashuv, or ten tefachim, which is the minimum shir to be makshir sukkah, can also puzzle it. So the minion of Yidin playing to Davin in the lower sukkah, that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach, were busy hanging decorative sheets for tefachim below the schach, which reminds us that the next Mishnah states that if one spread a sheet over the schach, because of the sun or beneath, because of falling leaves, the sukkah's puzzle. In the Gemara, Rav Chissa said, but where it's spread to decorate the sukkah, the sukkah's kosher. Rosh explains that a sheet spread for decorative purposes does not earn a schach designation, and therefore will not invalidate the sukkah. The Gemara brings Malchokas and Marayim regarding noi sukkah that are spread up beneath the schach that are removed from the schach by four tefachim. So the minion of Yidin playing to David in the lower sukkah that was separated from the upper sukkah by less than a tefach were busy hanging decorative sheets for tefachim below the schach and installing nine tefachim kilo canopy beds for reciting the Shema.
which reminds us that one may sleep under a kilo canopy spread out around a bed in a sukkah, even though it has a flat roof, provided that it is not ten fucking high off the surface of the bed. Rav Tachliva Barabimi said in the Mishmol that one who sleeps naked within a kilo canopy may poke his head outside the canopy and recite the Shema. Since it's lower than ten fucking, it's seen as a mere covering of his body, like a garment, and therefore he may stick his head outside the canopy and recite the Shema. All right, that concludes today's shir. This is Rabbi Avram Golden Zichur wishing you a great day and great learning.